It's that time of the year when we're around people more than usual. Some of these relationships are easy and some can be downright hard. We're created for relationship with one another, but what exactly does that look like? Join me this week as I talk about what relationships are meant to be. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. We've had many conversations in our home concerning relationships, how relationships are viewed today, how they were viewed when I was a teenager, and how will we choose to walk in them? I've heard more times than I can count that the way teens do relationships today is different. They are free to talk to whomever they want for as long as they want without it carrying any weight as to the seriousness of the relationship. It doesn't matter that they spend hours texting and snapping and iMessaging and all the things because if they're just communicating that way, it isn't serious. They don't see the deception of the emotional attachment it builds between you and that other person. And quite frankly, neither do we, neither did I. These are the very things that set them up later in life for heartbreak. Don't believe me? Look at the statistics. They speak for themselves. Relationships today carry no genuine value. We're free to spread ourselves as thinly as we want to simply because the vehicle we use to do it is different. People may say that they are serious about one and at the same time still be connected emotionally to two or three or four others. It's merely riding the fence. It's keeping options open and it sets themselves up for disposable relationships down the road. All this week at Raising Kids on Your Knees, we're going to be praying prayers over our children for healthy relationships and for their future marriages. In the devotions, we will be stepping up our spiritual parenting in this area so that our children have a living example of what it all looks like. I would love for you to be a part of the Raising Kids on Your Knees prayer tribe. You can go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe. You will receive a free weekly prayer sheet as well as daily devotions that help you step up your spiritual parenting. There's a link in the show notes. In today's show, I want to share with you several ways the Bible speaks about relationships. The first one is the legitimacy of relationships. Let's look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. It says this, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. God is the author of relationships, and we don't have to look any further than his word to see how they are supposed to work. God himself longs to have a relationship with each one of us. He enjoyed the relationship he had with Adam and Eve in the garden, the freedom to walk and talk and to be a part of their life. When sin entered that relationship, it was severed. Thankfully, God had a plan in place to restore that relationship with us through his son, Jesus Christ. When Jesus chose to die on the cross for you and me, it was the only way to restore our relationship with God. He also had a plan to restore our relationships with one another. 
The one thing that God said wasn't good when he made man was there wasn't a person for Adam to enjoy relationship with. You see, God created all of us with a desire for relationship with one another that God's not going to fill. We need relationship with each other. We are built for it. It is God who gives relationship legitimacy and God who sustains relationships. God has set for us extremely healthy boundaries in relationships we have. In 2 Corinthians 6.14 it says, Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? One of the most important boundaries is to not be partnered with those who don't love Jesus. He challenges us in this verse to answer the question, how can light live with darkness? Partnering in relationships that are not equally yoked with Christ, whether it be your marriage, a business, or even friendships, is a very dangerous place to be. Many times in the Old Testament, God's people were commanded not to intermarry with people who weren't his. The reason is clearly outlined in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Bad company corrupts good character. A steady dose of hanging out with the wrong people will draw you away from Jesus. He exhorts us to not be deceived about this. Choosing to walk outside God's directive is sure to be a trap of the enemy. Let's talk about the purity of relationships in 1 Corinthians 6.18. Run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. The relationships that God desires from us are relationships that are pure. Sexual purity is especially important to God. Sexual impurity opens us up to all kinds of diseases. God protects his children physically, and this is one of his ways of going about it. More important than the physical is the spiritual. When we indulge ourselves in sex outside of marriage, we are uniting ourselves illegitimately to someone else as one person. We see in Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 that we become one flesh with that person. Not only do we become one flesh, but we also create a soul tie in the spiritual realm. Ever wonder why you can't get that high school crush off your mind? You are one with them spiritually if you cross that boundary. The good news is you can confess your sin before God and cut off illegitimate soul ties with anyone you have illegitimately given pieces of yourself to. If you would like more information on how to do that, please feel free to send me a message. Good friendships always carry with them a great amount of integrity. A friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need is what Proverbs 17, 17 tells us. Let's face it, relationships can be downright hard sometimes. You go through a hard time and are struggling. That is hard on the people you love. Maybe you have a friend that is going through hard times and you just don't know how to help. They pull away or even wound you out of their own woundedness. A friend is always loyal no matter what. The only reason that you would cut off a friend or a family member is for the emotional or physical abuse that they might be giving you. Otherwise, we are to stick it out with them. Sometimes they'll walk away. Our posture is always to be one of love and loyalty. I'll be the first to tell you it's a whole lot easier to love someone when they love you back. 
Jesus exhorted us to love our enemies in Luke 6. He went as far as to say that we are to do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. This is where the rubber meets the road in our relationship with others. If you have a friend that is difficult to love, my challenge for you is to love them anyway, especially if they are a brother and sister in Christ. The integrity of our relationships is critical. God blesses those who choose to walk in obedience to him. Marriage is the relationship to be most honored. Look at Hebrews 13, 4. It says, give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Outside of our relationship with Jesus Christ, the second most important relationship in our lives is our relationship with our spouse. It's the most honorable relationship on earth. We have to make choices for those things that hold value and importance in our lives. Our children need to learn the importance of relationships, that they are to be valued and the people involved in them treated with respect and the dignity they deserve. There needs to be an awareness of self-respect and to not spread themselves emotionally. They need to learn to fight for those things that are good and true in their lives, not merely throw them away when they don't fit into their situation. The best way for them to learn this is by seeing it lived out in front of them. We must be great examples of what healthy marriages and relationships look like. The chances of our children enjoying a healthy marriage grows when they see their parents have one. If this podcast has blessed you, please share it with your friends. Reviews help make it possible for others to hear it as well. And we love to hear what you think. Thank you for being a faithful listener. And let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, thank you for my friend. Lord, I pray that as we head into this holiday season this year, that you, Lord God, would be the restorer of relationships that, Lord Jesus, you would do what you need to do in our hearts so that we can walk with peace with everybody. In Jesus' name, amen.